<clears throat> hey guys, uh, so this weekend, October 5th through the 7th, um, I went to Ensenada, Mexico to an orphanage on another missions trip. And uh, yeah, like uh, what I'm about to uh, share with you or like upload in segments, like uh, parts of segments, like I don't know how many I'm going to be editing it. But yeah, here's part one of like a devotional with Tomas Shaki and oh man he is so awesome he's it's just a real awesome blessing uh and just memorable devotional they all are but this one really um I got to stay awake a long time for not that he's like um boring or anything really no he's uh it's me <laughs> it's not him it's me or it's not you it's me but yeah basically um, yeah, anyway, rambling, too much information. Anyway, so it's really good. Um, so here's part one, and I hope you enjoy it. It's about, uh, like, the devotional was uh, about legacies, living legacies, and also, I mean, just drifted into uh, living radically for Jesus. So, yeah, um, hope you enjoy it, and share it with your friends, and uh, maybe send in some messages for some uh, like uh, questions or anything uh, if you have pertaining to this uh, few part series okay uh, yeah okay god bless you hey you're listening to real talk for jesus extending is there to listen to you with your host becky pan Entonces, está bien, ni modo, ¿no? este sistema es perfecto. 
Um, so that's awesome. So anyway, it's just awesome to see yeah, this guy is just on a different planet. And I love having to tape on Sunday morning because he, he does, I mean, just it's complete. Don't worry about anything. You don't worry about attitudes. No, no smirks on his face. Like, you want me to do that? Somebody, <laughs> just, you know, stuff that kids do at that age, man. He just doesn't have it. He's free from it. So it's really awesome. So let's pray and let's start. How's that sound? Okay, all over everything Day. Lord, we just come before you right now and thank you for this awesome time here at Rainbow Village Nemeos at Kids Kingdom Orphanage. Thank you for this weekend that they, these people have had that came and bless our kids. We just pray that you bless them because they blessed us because your Bible talks all over about being blessed to be a blessing. Just pray right now that um, they would be blessed as they blessed us and that they go home just speaking about the wonders that you're doing here. And that's what we want them to do, Lord Jesus. And and that it would all be your glory for you and by you. And we thank you for that. We just pray right now that we're going to see some radical spiritual truths. I just pray that you speak, Lord Jesus, and help me to organize this to get it done and them to understand and make it in a way that it's easy for them to understand. And we just pray this, Lord Jesus, right now in the name of Jesus. And we all say, Amen. Amen. Oh, man. We have a study for you guys. And again, just blessing for you guys because of what you guys come down to do. And just so you guys know, and everybody out there listening, everybody who's listening out there, we're in an orphanage in Ensenada, California, specifically Maniadero. And we have 40 kids here, and these people have come down to bless us on this weekend. And uh, they've been blessed, we've been blessed, the kids are blessed, they're already blessed. Now we do a Bible study to get more blessed, and then they go home pumped up and ready to rock. So... Just to see you here for some perspective. Last time we talked, <laughs> I don't know if anybody, was it, who was here last time? Just raising your hand. Okay. Last time we talked, we had the purpose of talking about legacy and hupomeno. And hupomeno, anybody out there, we'll get, you guys all know it pretty much because we talked about it. We'll explain it right now. Don't worry. It's a hupomeno. It sounds like a Greek. It is Greek, okay? It's Greek to me. It is Greek, okay? <laughs> and, uh, and, and we're going to talk about it right now at the beginning of the study, but. And then we added hope because if you remember last study, it was all about hope. I mean, everything was about hope. And I, I didn't plan it, but I know you guys needed a talk about hope. I just know you guys needed it. And if you remember, it was hope, open doors, and then don't get stuck. I mean, those were like things. And they all worked together just like, it was just like perfectly ingrained, like 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 gears. And I as I'm talking and things start to go like this, I'm like, this is God, this is God. So I told you guys on Friday night. It's just one of those God things. And, and how can I explain a God thing? You really can't explain a God thing. That's what it is. It's a God thing. So it's, it's the anointing of God, the anointed life, which we'll probably talk about next time. It's God guiding in those ways. And I have these, all these, uh, um, you know, I went this far. Okay, this was like, it says 812, it starts, and it says right here, finish right here. So that was it. <laughs> That's as far as we got. But here's some of the verses, the main verses that just heavy. I'm not going to go over this all. I'll get excited and share with you. Because that's what I do. But those are some of the main verses that we hit. And it was like, it was intense. I mean, it was really intense. I listened to it last night. I was like, whoa, whoa. It was like getting on a ride and you're like, whoa. And you get to the bottom and you we, 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 we arrived somewhere because God had a plan for us. And so to take the same theme and go on with it, because today I thought about a million things last night because I got in my room about 2 o'clock in the morning because I was talking to Juan, Juan Carlos and Bede at Anissa and we had some heavy stuff to talk about and stuff. And I was like, okay. My brain was fried. I'm like, okay, Lord, where do we go? And I thought of, I could tell you everything I thought of. I thought everything under the sun. All these, I mean, I thought of about 50 Bible studies. I'm praying, like, show me, Lord, show me, Lord. And then right before I went to bed, 
I, I found a couple passages about legacy. And I said, we got to continue with legacy because it all started in our Bible study we did on the 22nd of April, which was two days after my birthday. And I, I did my 60th birthday. You guys just did a just incredible celebration. I'm eternally, eternally thank you for, thankful for it. And it was just incredible. And again, a theme came out because of our Monica. She brought it all together. Like She was like the last one to share, and she shared about legacy. And something that I don't think of daily, and I probably should think of it more, but technically, the true legacy, you don't think of the legacy, you're thinking about Jesus. And Jesus is forming the legacy as you're thinking about Jesus, because Jesus has to be first. We have to fix our eyes on Jesus, you know, Hebrews 12, too. And we got to fix them on Jesus. And as we're fixing there, we're in the Lord. The legacy is being formed. The legacy is being formed there because we're investing in other people's lives. That's what basically legacy comes down to. I'm not going to define it by, by definition, but I put legacy here, and I, I, later on I put spiritual legacy. Oh my gosh, I did it in Spanish. Look at what I did. I said legacy is spiritual. That's just because I was thinking in Spanish, man. I just thought about it right now. I said, man, I just, I mean, my brain's smart enough to know that I did it wrong, but it wasn't smart enough to fix it the first time. But, you know, like I told you, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit limited on some of those things, so. Let's, chip, let's put this around where it's supposed to be, okay? And uh, Spanish, you guys, most of us can understand Spanish, not Okay, so anyway, the spiritual the spiritual legacy, and I just said it, when I just said it right now, oops, I had it backwards. Because, you know, when you're bilingual, somebody, you don't know even which language you're speaking. I don't know if you guys have done that. When you're talking to somebody who doesn't understand Spanish, you're just going, or you're talking to somebody who doesn't understand English, you're just going for it in English, you know? And it's like, they all seem to, when you're bilingual, everything's the same, you know? It's just like, it's just a different path and all this. So anyway, no, no explanations, no excuse about that. We just changed our notes here to get it right. Spiritual legacy. Uh, one more to do. I, I throw them in the notes a lot to remind us where we're going and where we're coming from. So you just got a little overview on our notes. If we get that far, hopefully we do. I'm going to try to stay on path today, but that's just like an impossible promise, of course. And so so anyway, um, and I'm going to put on here, I'm going to put it on here. Man. I'm going to just go for this. Um, spiritual... Legacy. I'm just going to throw it on my spiritual legacy. Oops, I'm going to throw out my elbow again for the green. And humble man. So that's what it comes down to. So um, so that's what we're going for in here. So, um, so, so you know, the spiritual legacy. And, and again, um, you know, you know, our sister Monica, or as the kids call her now, Monique. So you're French now, huh? Monique. And, uh, and uh, they think they're speaking, they think they're speaking English when they say it. Oh, Monique, you know. But in fantasy, it's Monica, you know, so that's not quite as French is what it is. But she just got inspired, and just because of all the time she comes down here and watching her, and she just got inspired and shared this message, which I have somewhere taped. I have to keep it taped, and I hope I have it taped. And um, just, it was about legacy, spiritual legacy, and something that, again, I, I think about it in the back of my mind, but you don't think of it forefront, in the front, because if you think about it, then you're trying too hard to do something. And the true legacy is something you didn't try to do. But it's, it's, today we're going to talk about where it comes from and, and the profundity of where it comes from. And it's going to be awesome. I mean, just think about it. When you die, what legacy are you going to leave for this world? And, and, and you know, most people think in their kids. And okay, there's a real good legacy in your kids. But you guys who aren't married yet should have a ton of spiritual kids. You guys should have spiritual daughters and spiritual sons. I mean, you guys should have these where you're investing in other lives. I mean, obviously we have Paul Russell here, which... Because he's 70 years old, he had a lot of, he's, he's run around the block a few times, so I can use his life and my life a few times, because we've been around the block a few times. 
But investing in other lives is everything we need to do. And that's how all of the spiritual legacy. I'm going to do what I should do, but I'm going to do it anyway. And <laughs> I'm going to go ahead of my notes and go down to the end of my notes. And every time I jump, it, it jumps all over the place. I hate that, but that's just what it does. Now I have to find where I am because it just jumped. Okay. If you start seeing legacy, you know that's where we are. Uh, there it is. I found legacy. Oh, man, my notes are just a mess right now. They're all over. Okay. And this is the verse that I use. I could just quote it right now, but I have it right in front of me here. So let's just use it. Now I'm going to go big on this. This jumps too. Come on. Please don't jump. Okay. I need it bigger for you guys to be able to read it, right? You guys are a little better like that. So, okay. Spiritual legacy. This is how I look at the legacy. This, this is my way of thinking, and I think it's biblical because Paul did the same thing. I'm, I'm just imitating Paul. Paul said in one place in the Bible, he said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. That's what he said. And that's what, that's what it's all about. We imitate God, uh, somebody else's spiritual leader because they're imitating Christ. And then we eventually just jump from Paul to Christ. But when we're starting, we start looking for leaders and stuff that, that bless us in that. And so here it is. This was the end of, this is my conclusion. But I like to start with, with um, uh, beginnings and endings for the same groups. I love to do that. So it's, it's, it's 1 Timothy 4.7. And, and Paul says, read it with me, I have fought the, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the course, and I have kept the faith. Man, that, that says everything. When I, when I, if I have a legacy, when I die, this, this is, it's, it's deathbed. Actually, it is deathbed. It is deathbed. Because look what he says in verse 6 here. He says, for I am already ready, already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. He says, I'm on my deathbed, I'm ready to go. That's what he says. And the, the drink offering, everybody remember what that is? Ever heard about it? it was basically, they did their offering. They put their animal, they put their sheep on there, whatever it was. They killed it, they burned it, and then they actually ate the meat afterwards in most cases. And that, But they had it, they fried, they had their little carne asada there, you know. And they did the whole thing. At the very end, they threw it. It's usually alcohol, it could be water. They threw the drink offering on it. And what is a drink offering? What does liquid do when it hits fire and coals? It vaporizes. Where does the vapor go? Up. So what they're doing in that moment is showing us one that that vapor went up to the throne of God. As the smell went up to the throne of God, that's the last thing that they did. And that's the, in Spanish, libacion. It's like, it's drink offering. Libation is what it is in Spanish. And it's like, that's the last thing that they do. And that comes up and that's their last offering. He's saying, I'm the last offering. I came to make myself a drink offering. And basically what he's saying is, I took advantage of my life to the last moment. And I don't know, you know, I told you guys last study, and I tell you, I said now, I'm planning on living until at least 110. I, I used to be 100, but I upped it. You know? I said, why not? You know, I was like, why not? I'm, I'm 60, and I feel 40, so that means I'm 110. I'll be 90. 90 is a good year to go. My uncle, Tom, which is my namesake, is 95, and he's got a, his mind's going strong. And it's like, I'm going for him. My, my sister reminded me that our parents and grandparents all died before they were 80. And she's kind of saying, you know, that's our destiny. And I said, you maybe, but not me. <laughs> so I said, I'm planning on living until 100 at least. You know, and, then I, and then I started looking about my relatives, and I found my Uncle Tom, which is my namesake. And he's my uncle, true uncle. He's my dad's brother. And I said, he's 95, and he's still going strong. I'm going for his plan. And my sister said, good job, you know. Because <laughs> I just said, that's just because, and I'm doing my part, you know. And I, I know some of you guys are on diets and stuff. I mean, there's, you got to do your part. You can't just sit there and go, I'm going to abuse my body. I'm going to use everything. I'm going to smoke or drink or everything, but I'm going to live talk. I mean, you have to do your part because God says that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. 
for temple. So, so we got to do our part, but we have to do it by faith. The rest of it, because I could die of cancer tomorrow. I'm obvious. I said I'm planning. I said I, I'm not saying I will live till 110. I said I'm planning on living. Till. So I'm going to plan towards that. And I'm, I have a, about 200 grandchildren right now. So I've got plenty of kids to, to invest in that, and about 300 you know kids we've raised here. And I got a lot of things to work on. I don't have my own kids, but again, sometimes we have to look outside of ourselves for our legacy. Because if we look inside of ourselves, we're stuck. Because a lot of people they have that mentality. I call it the single mentality. Poor me, I'm not married. Once I get married, everything's going to be great. That's what they think, which is a total fallacy. Fallacy, right? And and it means a total false thought is what it is. Because if, most people if you get married like that, they have an unhappy marriage, and then they're saying things like, "Oh, I wish I wasn't married again." It's like, "Hello, when you were unmarried, you said you want to be married. Now you're married. You want to be unmarried. Come on, at least take advantage of the moment. Whatever you are right now." Take advantage of that and be the best of that version of yourself as you can. That's life. That's called life. Life, a successful life, is being the best version of yourself you can at your age and in your state and in your um, civil, whatever you are, married and unmarried on every application. Are you married, unmarried, divorced, separated? I mean, now they have all these things out there, you know, it's like too pretty, you know. But it's like, you know, take advantage of that. Don't sit around and say, poor me. Because the poor me people end up marrying wrong because they're desperate. So don't get around and say, poor me. You sit around and say, what can I do for you, God? And if you want me to be single, that's my life. Say, praise God, I'm going to burn myself out for Jesus. I'm just going to burn it out like a rocket. <laughs> so there's no more gas left, and then it's going to go, I'm fall. That's what I'm going to do for my life. That's how I look at life. That's what I want to do in my life. It's like, I'm doing it. Obviously, Paul's doing it the most as best he can. Every time he gets a job, let's invest in Jesus. You know, it's, it's not like, let's invest in me. It's like, I mean, you know, I hate to use Paul so much, but he's sitting right in front of me here, right next to the video. And, and it's like, when I met him, I said, I can't compare Paul to anybody because I don't know anybody who does what he does. Lives in a rented room, so he has virtually no rent. I mean, just like that. So, yeah, so all of his money can go into investing in others. I don't know anybody like that. I don't know if you guys do, but I just don't know anybody like that. I'm not, I'm not praising him. I'm just saying that that's an example of somebody who wants to use their state right now for God's glory to bless you guys. And you guys are all recipients of some of those blessings. I told you the other night, we're having these radical movie nights over in the dining room. He invested in a TV for us to put in the dining room. I mean, he, 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 I remember it was, like, it was intense putting it up there because I told him, I said, we're not touching our, we call them our Picassos, which is our, our, our murals. I said, we're not touching our 